0: It, it's, that, it's that wrong mentality that my doing for him mm-hmm. is equal to intimacy, and it's not. You're tuning in to Coach and Joe, conversations on friendship with God. Bienvenidos a Coach and Joe. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: Oh, ho-y. Pardon? oh ho-y. <laughs> Joey. Pardon? Joey. Joe. Joe? How
1: do you say Joe in J- sound like H's. How do you say Joe oh. in Spanish? Jose. Ho. Oh. Jose. Oh. Jose? No. Jose is Joshua.
0: It is Joshua.
2: Mm-hmm. Jose. Jose is Joshua. What's Joe. my name in Spanish? Chad. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> Chade. Chade. This is Armando Ramos. Mm-hmm. Hello, hello. And Joe Reynolds. I'm Coach. Excited to be here. I do love hearing you speak in Spanish. I have so many Spanish friends now in, in a very, very different mm-hmm. sounds. It's like yes, all my British very. friends sound. Of course, everybody sounds different. I don't know why I'm saying that. Really looking forward to today's show, and today's show is going to put the spotlight on Mr. Filmmaker here, mm-hmm. and it's got nothing to do with filmmaking. We're going to talk about how, honestly, you made a decision to almost throw your life away if not for Jesus yes, and a wife that hung in there, John 15, 1 through 5. Uh, before we get there, though... Um, we we got a couple of announcements. Just yes.
0: Some so exciting things. We have merchandise now. We have an actual website with some very cool shirts. Um, it, there's even some no more fat pastor merchandise in there. Yeah, it says running from the oh, run from the hungry ghost. run from the hungry Goes to yeah. the whole, Move around a little bit <laughs> and ask God to shut
2: your fat mouth for once in your life. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, it's incredible. So we're speaking, speaking- of no more fat pastor. You look great. <laughs> Thank you. Seriously, are you have trimmed up. Yes, this is the f- fat filmmaker that we talk about on the having yeah. fun on on the social media. Yeah.
0: So yeah, there's a store now. You could go online to our website coachingjoe.com, and you will find it there. So if you hit the store, we got some cool stuff, some mugs. I mean, beanies. Why you, wear beanies me you wear beanies. We wear beanies. Because like sometimes <laughs> I, just, I think you need it. Why'd you? Why'd you um, make why, sure you actually also subscribe. And now we have opportunities for you actually to partner with us and help us to continue bring this message of friendship with God around the world. So there's a donation button um, on the link in the description of the video. So click it, support, and partner with us. Mm-hmm.
2: Excellent. Well, we prayed about the show today, and I felt like the Father said, just go for it and just talk about real life. Have you ever heard of Brene Brown? No. Um, it's good. We're off to a really good start. <laughs> she was shortstop for the Yankees, won two gold gloves. He- I don't know. Anything that, <laughs> no. she- Brene Brown's an author. Of a book, okay, called "Daring Greatly," and the entire book's um, is about vulnerability. What What is your definition of vulnerability? And I want to say this on purpose. I choose to not talk about ninety eight percent of these shows before we get here, mm-hmm. yes, because I really value Rama and forcing people to connect with the Father quick. <laughs> yeah. I don't do well with memorized. Somebody asked me for my sermon notes the other day. I died laughing. Uh, what What is vulnerability?
0: Uh, vulnerability. okay so there's a book i read called um father's embrace jack frost yes and one of the things in there that he talked about that kind of re- resonated with me is he says into me see type deal so it's like when you value relationship then you need to let people really see inside and as you open up in vulnerability, then you open up now a greater level of being able to be trusted one mm-hmm. a greater level even to be loved um by opening up, now it's, it's, it's a risk, you know, but it has a lot to do with my story and, and why I'm at, where I'm at today was because for once in my life, I was able to open up to the one that was called uh, to me.
2: Slow your roll there, Buster. Let's, let's back up. So you're married to Shayla. Yes. You have four children. Yes. And things are, I mean, you, there's fruit on your life right now, 2020. Yeah, it's incredible. You have embraced a culture of discipleship. You've embraced uh, Wendy and I discipling you and your mm-hmm. wife. Let's talk about when you were not embracing John fifteen one through five, and not only am I not trying to shame you, listen, I put the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross, yeah, but I want to talk about your story, yeah. When did you have? When did you? When did your affair um, start? When did you leave your spouse? What year was that?
0: Um, I don't remember the years. It's been so long. It's been. It's been close to a 12-year journey with us. But I'll tell you where it started. It started, um, me and Sheldon know each other since we were very young. Um, We dated for a little bit, broke up, and, you know, long story short, she got married, lost her husband we uh, through a car accident. Um, And then we reconnected. I was in a place of my life where I was so lost. Like, I I didn't know what to do with my life at, at that time. It was really dark before my marriage, and... I decided I'm going to grow up and I'm just going to get married to this young lady. You know, I felt like I said, take care of a widow and, and, you know, now an an orphan, you know, a child that loves her dad, her dad. So I went in and became that to them, but it it was, it was, I was so messed up. So the deal was, I was basically clinging to things that I could measure, right? So workaholic is what, First affected me personally. It wasn't an affair. It wasn't It was the fact that I was giving myself to things that I could measure in the natural of oh this is this is doing great in this area. And
2: you told me the first discipling lunch we had at Tropical Grill. Mm-hmm. You said the root of me throwing my life away was a lack of connection with Abba Father. Yeah,
0: I didn't know. I never. I didn't know. So I, I didn't know his father, and it was almost like I I was this human that was always doing, and. I, I always felt, especially because of, of my past and the things that I got myself into through college and, and before me and Shayla got married, I always felt like I needed to pay back, mm-hmm. you know? And that was a lot of work to pay back mm-hmm. to the Father. So anytime, like even when, when me and Sheila got married, I was in the things of God, right? I was working for Him. So therefore, um, you know, I thought I was in the right standing, but it, it's, that, it's that wrong mentality that my doing for Him Mm-hmm. It's equal to intimacy, and it's not. And I've, I've come to more and more realization now in this season of my life that even though I'm doing incredible things for God, doing all this testimonies, doing, we're filming, we do incredible things. For once in my life, I am so 100% sure what I'm going to be doing for the rest of eternity. It's awesome, right? But it's from a place of I, I, I'm I'm not... My intimacy and what I do for him are two different things.
2: But here, here's what I've seen in you because I'm discipling you right now. Yeah. Um, okay. Vulnerability is not the goal, transformation is the goal. Yes. Because if you could actually make vulnerability an idol mm-hmm. and you'd be like, yeah, yeah, I struggle with that. I struggle with this. <laughs> there's no transformation. Yeah. It's just a cyclical confession that's really shallow. Yeah. But there's fruit in your life. Yes. And there's fruit in your marriage. From when you guys moved here. So when did you move here?
0: Um, it was, it's been what, almost a year now.
2: All right, let's break down, uh, all three of us, some DNA of discipleship, Coach and Joe discipleship, okay? Yeah. You moved here, and I look at you and I said, here's the deal. I don't care if you win 10 Grammys or Oscars, whatever they're called. And I don't care if, mm-hmm. you, I, what I care about, I want you to be such good friends with the Father that when you sneeze... It sounds like glory. Yeah. I want you to be that connected with Father. and I said, your transformation is not going to come through you and Abba; it's going to come through you in a discipling relationship. Yeah, you and your wife and mm-hmm. um, Wendy and I. Here's what I notice: most people just simply cannot do that. Why has it been so easy for you to step into a discipling relationship with uh, humans?
0: Yeah. So, so in my journey, right? In my journey, I've 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 come to find out. You know, I messed up, I became a workaholic. All the things that were going on in me were because I needed some type of approval. Right? It's it's and the thing is it's wired in us, right? It's wired in us for half this sense of approval. So I was I was getting myself in all this garbage, right? I, I get I I get into an affair, we, we we break up divorce for three years. I'm just gonna speed up this real fast. Divorce for three years, guy restores our marriage, but here's the deal, I still don't have that connection with ABBA. I don't have that connection with people. Um, I get easily offended. Um, you know, I'm always drawing to things that I could. So I get back into alcoholism even, even harder. Another separation happens, So I, I was in this continual cycle, cycle of trying to figure out life, trying to figure out, always messing up, always messing up, always messing up. Vulnerability starts, right? I, uh, you know, all these things, Chela, have put up with and she has her own story i'm not going to speak for her but what basically what happened was she found abba right so here is shayla on her own because no one understood why she was even with me because i was a jerk you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so here she is because she she got a, a a a a twist from abba from the father to look at me through the eyes of him right so she had that personal encounter with him that intimacy with him right it got to this place where she was able to let me go fully right Mm -hmm. and begin seeing me through him and it got into this place where she was loving me deeper than i've ever been loved before so this is a person loving me that way so now i'm getting a representation of abba's love towards me i mess up again she finds some stuff on my phone Uh, i left some stuff open and she confronts me for the first time in my life i open up like a book to my wife a person that is in right standing with Abba, loves me for who I am was not I mean, she's not perfect. It hurt her feelings, but she was able to love me through it and actually coach me through something. So she saw what it what it was, began doing research of of it was pornography. So she began doing research on the struggle of men with these things and be, it began to instead of like screaming at me instead of walking away from me. Love me through it and actually helped me through it and it it something went boom in my head it's like holy moly romans 2 4 that's awesome by the way and, and it was just open it was an open book for the first time to my wife i was she for the first time she saw inside of what i struggled since i was 13 years old like for the first time
2: in our relationship romans 2 4 says the kindness of god leads man to repentance you experienced kindness with Shayla. Yeah, there's two things going on here. Theology was kindness, mm-hmm. but God did not manifest in the like in some angelic form. He manifested in the form of flesh suit. Her name is Shayla. Yeah, Vulner- A lot of people. I don't say this to shame anyone or myself. A lot of people, Joe, want to be vulnerable before God, but they keep it between them and God. I mm-hmm. personally believe that we do too much bashing of the Catholic Church. Because there's something powerful about having to talk to a priest, in my opinion. You can't throw the baby out of the bathwater. Yeah, You're talking to a human. Why is it that so many people have a hard time with vulnerability towards another person?
1: I think it's because we don't believe what God says is not good. Right? So in the beginning, he makes man and everything is good. The earth is good. Water is good. Light is good. Dark is good. Man is very good. And God and man and perfect intimacy together... In this creation, God looks at it and says, "It's not good that he's by himself." Well, he wasn't alone; mm-hmm. he was with God. In unadult, there was no sin, there was nothing, but yet God still knew, in in the heart of God, that for man to be alone—and it's not just marriage, guys. This isn't talking about marriage. Yeah. This is about humanity trying to relate to God by themselves, right? We are the body of Christ. Yeah, most people don't believe that. Right, so like people think, well, I have the mind of Christ. Well, actually, we have the mind of Christ, Christ collectively as the body, right? But even the scriptures even say even the most prophetic of prophets only prophesies in part and knows in part,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which means which means you can be a legitimate prophet sent by God and only still know a bit. Well, why is that? Because God wants to link you up to His body to other people to get the full picture. Yeah, that's good. Cool. And, and I think guys, like for most people, their faith is their is their own. You know, and we've lived kind of compartmentalized, like, well, I'm pursuing God and that's really all that matters. Like, I can do it by myself, you know, whether I've got friends that do it or I even go to a church doesn't really matter. i don't need to go to church as long as like my, me and God are good. And it's just simply not true. I don't, I personally, I don't,
2: I think it's a mirage th- to think you can be close friends with God and not be close with people. I agree. And it's
0: terrifying. Mm -hmm. this is where we're at right now i mean we were because of our past we were almost like protecting our nucleus like we will move really far away from our family we we for for many seasons we were just us so what it created in me like there was another vulnerability moment where i was in that restaurant and opened up as a man to a group of men i've never done that where i actually opened up and what it's done is it's created this leader in me that has awakened in the season. So it was another moment. But but here's 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 the danger, right? So for us, we we got that encounter together as a couple, and we, we were trying to protect it together as a couple, and we would move away from family and and almost covering this. And there was never a community. To this day, now I could actually say that I have friends. You know, I have Fanny in my life. I have you guys in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Chayla has or Wendy now Sheila has her amber now i mean that that's new to us it's never been a part of us and it, it it's been it's been refreshing scary but refreshing to now not only just be us against the world but now it's us with community looking in and calling stuff out and we thought we were fully restored god restored our marriage yeah great and god says get off youtube get off social media stop doing BTG movement because I, I he did it because he's doing something deeper in my bride like my wife is is the healthiest I've ever seen her and she's still in a journey but it's like incredible why he the, the onions that he's pulling out come on because we were healthy just us and Abba
2: what's us and it sounds so spiritual doesn't it it does what is uh, remember the first word I gave you don't hide behind your family yes hey wow what uh, tell me this. What is the first step towards the onion?
0: The first step towards the onion is, I believe, obedience. Like I was reading today, I was reading obedience like, to what? O- obedience to whatever God is telling you to do. Yeah, even if you're scared.
2: Hang on, hang on. What does He say when He shows up in the garden? When when they are when 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 bad theology, but when He can't find them, what what are the what's the first thing He says to Adam and Eve after the sin? Where are you? Where are you? Yeah. Okay, hang on. Yeah. So what's the first step? yes obedience but obedience with what the first step to the onion being peeled back is you saying what
0: what do i mean i don't know man In you hear my
2: hear my fig leaves I'm oh like, yeah yeah i'm, it's right just, I'm yeah. not hiding
0: yeah no it's it's Does that make sense yeah it's actually coming out it's it's, it's the actually taking the steps it's and here's the thing it, it's not something it's been a journey i mean like we, we got here it's been just to make the decision to come here. Talk, uh, talk about
2: that. They don't even know. I get a word of knowledge. I don't even know you when I call you.
0: Exactly. So oh, t- Tell them a story. So, we're, so we, we're, we're, we are we we're a little crazy ourselves uh, when it comes to faith, right? Yeah, we, we just, God says something, we do it. But here is a word of the Lord coming from someone else. And we have to make a serious decision. Like we were traveling for six months and we were, we were planning to go to Puerto Rico for another month um, and continue our YouTube thing, right? And I get a phone call. There's an open window. You need to take it right now. I see an Abraham moment. You're gonna pack up and go. And I started weeping. I cried. I told I told my bride. And she had a freak out moment because now it means that we're gonna settle. <laughs> so she had a process through it to the point God has just just sets us set her up. Like to the <laughs> point where for some reason, normally I'm the one that drives everywhere. Like I go drive for 20 hours and I'm good. But for some reason, driving from Destin to South Carolina, I could not do it. I could not stay awake you know who drove us shayla shayla, shayla drove us wow. from destin to south carolina and she says that she was being encountered the whole time she was driving her family in obedience and submission to what she thought she was processing with god but what about me god what about my, my dreams this you know it's all always all about my husband what about me you know she was processing those things and when it comes down to it i have an assignment but this is all about her. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what I mean. Like you she don't have now to
2: whisper, she's gonna watch
0: this. <laughs> I don't. She's actually. I mean, like she she is getting the husband she's been praying for all these years. Yeah, It's what's happening right now. It's like incredible. it's incredible. It's incredible
2: Talk prayer. about the discipleship process. We we never talked about this. What has it been like to be discipleship? discipleshiped? It's not a word. What has it been like to be in a discipleship relationship? Not with like me as a person, but just anyone. What has that process been like? You're, you're my shirpapa.
1: <laughs>
0: um, what so, is it like? It's okay. So basically, um, <laughs> with you, it's been a lot of questions. Like my experience, see, here's someone that's never been discipled. I've kind of heard about disciples. I have friendships that that really influenced me. You know, Micah was one of them, really influenced my life tremendously, being being under him for, for a while. But this like, rawness of things where it's like why is he always asking me questions type deal yes so there's just just this questioning that happens and i'm gonna because i don't have a grit for it i'm still learning right so there's just questions that happen that make me look inside and make me actually work it yes and actually yes. get to this place of actually yes. i gotta be obedient to this thing because one thing that i've learned that i've been encountered with is this whole sense of honor you know like ah, uh, he is my this is the person that i'm you know coach he is my coach and I, I i'm 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 paying attention and i'm listening and and it's it's this it's this ri- it's a, it's risky and it's it, it is challenging but it's it's rewarding it's steps because he, he said you cannot give up because it's been a process right now i can honestly see look back right at the beginning i didn't understand it's like i don't know about this but now looking back I'm like holy moly! I have grown so much, but it's not been because he's pushed me. It's not been because it's it's been the little tiny moments of us hiking, and me saying something, and you correcting it or you. I mean, it's. it's
2: do y'all remember when I taught about four months ago on how many questions Jesus asked?
0: Yeah. Wasn't that mind
2: boggling when we counted them up? He never answered. You, you've noticed this, and I've seen you start to do this a lot. Mm-hmm. What's the power in a discipling relationship? <laughs> of asking questions as opposed to do this, do this, do this, do this.
1: Well, I mean, it forces you to search it out, right? It's the glory of God to conceal matters. The glory of kings is to search it out. There's something that happens in the searching of your own soul, right? And so that's why you need someone to disciple you that that makes you confront your imposter self. Really, I think that's yeah, what that's discipleship good. can be boiled down to, yeah. is a person that God anoints and calls you to submit to in your life that will help you lead you out of your imposter self. When I say imposter self, it is the self that you present to the world that ain't really you. It's your Instagram best day self, yeah. Like which we do all the time, guys. Like we can be chameleons in 15 times a day in 15 different settings. It's it's incredible what we do to hide because we have shame. And a discipler, what what a discipler can't do is what God didn't do. See, God didn't rip the fig leaves off Adam and Eve. He didn't. He even made him garments. He even mm-hmm. made him garments to cover them. And yeah. so there's this aspect of discipleship of following a person that's really, it, it, love has to be the banner over the whole thing. But loving people and making them feel loved does not always equal. What I mean by that is this. If you have a disciple or someone, a coach in your life, and the only thing that they do is make you feel great all of the time, it's I can tell you why. It's because they're not actually making you encounter and say, I have an imposter self. This is me with my fig leaves. Yeah. The truth is, is when we, when we are confronted with, like, Armando, you've got fig leaves there. Why, why are you hiding behind those things? Mm-hmm. It is one of the scariest processes ever to say, I'm done with it. I'm done with my fig leaves. And you actually need people to help undress yourself from those fig leaves so that God can cover you.
0: Man, I think, I think it's one of the reasons that there are so many uh, powerful men of God right now that are going through really hard situations mm-hmm. and it's because, and it's now public and now it's a mess everywhere. It's because they didn't have that accountability in their lives, that healthy community to keep them in check. And it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm understanding it even more and more and more. It's not just me and God. That was my mentality forever. Mm-hmm. It's not just me and God. God uses people. Right. right uses people and um it, 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 just the calling out of things the the but here's the deal right there there's an importance of having a the uh disciple disciple the discipler and then the disciple but here's here you got to be you got to choose in you know, what I mean, because <laughs> I could still in communication, which yeah. I could still wear my figs and, and do very well. I could con you and you could still be a great disciple. But but it, it's like a, it's like a mutual thing. And I know God is in it, too. You know, what I mean, there's nothing you could really hide. But but when you ask it, let's say God is calling you to a disciple relationship. Right. You need to choose in and actually be obedient. That's what the Shema is. Right. Absolutely. So if if. if if you're the person that God has called over your life tells you to do something, then you just do it.
2: Can you imagine how many disciples Jesus can make if he just manifested on the earth here in Greenville? The truth is he may not be able to make many mm-hmm. disciples at all mm-hmm. because you just said a huge key. Jesus, Judas couldn't choose in. Yeah. By the time he got to the cross, there's only one left. He's the young one. I want to close the segment of the show with this. You can't choose into God without choosing into people. So, you know, I don't do that with people. Well, then you've created a figment of your imagination of a connection to God. It's a fact. I I mean, why do so many people, specifically spirit-filled people, buy into that, Joe? that they can connect to God without doing discipling life with people.
1: It's shame he to has shame. a loud to voice, shame. man. Yeah, that's. I think that's it. I mean, for me, that
0: was it. I mean, I don't want people to know my garbage. I mean, like, my goodness, it's horrible. There's no
2: way. Somebody said to me the other day, Chad, vulnerability is easy for you. And I just thought, that is offensive. No, it's not. It's terrifying. Yes. I just know the consequences
0: of not being that. <laughs> I think Micah I a quote from Mike. He said, "You could only be loved to the, to the, to the level of your vulnerability. Like the the more the the, the higher ability of you being open, is the higher level of love you just love receive. you could actually receive." Like, yeah. b-
1: because because it's direct. It's because the more of you that's really there. Mm-hmm. So what Mike is saying is is the more fig leaves you take off, the more that God will cover you from that shame.
2: Yeah. You know, the Father loves our imposter selves. Absolutely. God bless you guys that are listening, that you just understand the worst parts about you, your imposter self. Father loves you even in the middle of that. Come on out, and get in the light. It's more fun that way, anyway.
0: Thanks for listening to the Coach and Joe podcast. To catch the rest of this episode, including more wisdom, more laughter, and to hear your questions answered on air, check out Coach and Joe on YouTube and CoachandJoe.com.